What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the Sean's Take Podcast. I hope you're doing well, and I know we've been talking a lot of football lately, but it's time to get into the NBA. That's right. The start of the NBA season is less than a week away, and I want to talk today about one of the biggest things happening in basketball this year, the first ever NBA in-season tournament. The in-season tournament is an exciting new concept. But while the concept is great, the league failed to maximize the value of this tournament. So today, in prep for the NBA season and soon the NBA in-season tournament, we're going to go through exactly what this in-season tournament is, how it's structured, and how the NBA has already failed on one key aspect of the tournament. So let's break down what exactly this is. The in-season tournament runs from Friday, November 3rd to Saturday, December 9th. In this tournament, each team will compete in group play and then eventually will get to the knockout rounds of the tournament. In the group play, all 30 teams will be randomly placed into groups of five within their conference. From November 3rd to November 28th, each team will play against each of the four teams in their groups. And each team is going to get two home games and two away games. This season, here's what the groups are going to look like. And these rankings were made based off of last year's standings. That's how they made the Eastern and Western Conference rankings. So Eastern Conference Group A, we have the Philadelphia 76ers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, the Indiana Pacers, and the Detroit Pistons. In Group B, we have the Milwaukee Bucks, New York Knicks, Miami Heat, Washington Wizards, and Charlotte Hornets. And I will say these were made from regular season standings, hence why the Miami Heat are the third team in Group B, because they finished with a lower record than both the New York Knicks and the Milwaukee Bucks. Group C, the last group of the Eastern Conference, is the Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls, and Orlando Magic. Moving on to the Western Conference groups, in Group A, we have the Memphis Grizzlies, Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, Utah Jazz, and Portland Trailblazers. Group B consists of the Denver Nuggets, Los Angeles Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas Mavericks, and Houston Rockets. And finally, Group C is the Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder, and the San Antonio Spurs. All of the group play games will be played on Tuesdays and Fridays. And once these group play games conclude, the knockout rounds begin. In the knockout rounds, here's how it's going to work. Eight teams will advance to the knockout rounds. These eight teams will be composed of the number one seed from each of the groups that I just read off and two wildcard teams. The wildcard teams are the teams who finished with the best record in group play that did not win their group. Any record ties in group play will be determined by the following tiebreakers. And of course, 
I'm expecting some tiebreakers to have to happen because you can have multiple teams finish three and one and you're going to figure out how to work that tiebreaker. So here is the criteria for determining tiebreakers. Number one, head-to-head record in the group stage. Number two, point differential in the group stage. Number three, total points scored in the group stage. Four, regular season record from the 2022-23 NBA regular season. And five, if none of these could determine the tiebreaker, it's a random draw. Now, ultimately, you're probably not going to get past head-to-head record in the group stage. And then if you did get past that, you're probably not getting past point differential in the group stage. But of course, they have to give the insurance that there's some crazy numbers. If you had the same head-to-head record, if you had the same point differential, same total point scored, same regular season record from the year before, then it's going to go to a random draw. But in all likelihood, there's such a slim chance of it actually getting there. I don't think it'll get past total points scored. So for the knockout rounds, they're all single elimination games. The quarterfinals begin on December 4th. And teams that win the quarterfinals matchup play in a neutral site in the semifinals on December 7th, which the neutral site this year is going to be Las Vegas. And the championship game will be on December 9th. And once again, that game will be in Las Vegas as well. So a good venue to end out the semifinals and the championship game of the in-season tournament. At the end, there will be a tournament MVP award. An all-tournament team and players on the teams who advance to the knockout round will be rewarded prize money. And then, of course, the further you advance to the tournament, the more prize money you can win. So that right there is the NBA's new in-season tournament. And again, that starts on November 3rd. It's a brand new concept with the intent of making the regular season more meaningful. And I'm excited to see how it shakes out. But I will say in year one, I don't think it's going to be crazy. I think it's definitely a concept that years down the line after we have consecutive years of doing this is going to become a bigger and more meaningful tournament. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, while I like the in-season tournament, I do have major issues with it. So where do my issues lie with the NBA in-season tournament? Well, for starters, let's take a second to talk about why the in-season tournament was created. It was created to make regular season more important. By increasing competition within the regular season, the NBA is hoping to make these regular season games meaningful. That's been a big problem with the NBA. You play so many games, it seems like they're not meaningful until the final post-All-Star break stretch, which in return of making more meaningful games should make the games more entertaining because players have something to play for. By making games more entertaining, you draw in more viewers. By drawing in more viewers, you improve the NBA's ratings, and by improving the NBA's ratings, the league makes more money. Sports are for entertainment. That's what it always comes down to. Sports are an entertainment business. And at the end of the day, they want to put together an entertaining product that makes a boatload of money. And the NBA is trying to further do that. They've put out a great product, but you're always looking on how you can make more revenue year in, year out. And that is why they want to make the regular season more entertaining. And that's why they were smart to do the in-season tournament. So where do I think they messed up? Well, to start, the timing of the tournament is off. It's too early in the season. Teams will have only played five or six games before the in-season tournament begins, which really doesn't give teams a chance to get fully into the swing of things. If we want the in-season tournament to be fully competitive, why not push it back a little to let teams first get acclimated to playing real basketball games once again? No one's in full stride five or six games into the season. It takes probably 15-ish games to really be feeling like you're in your groove as an NBA team. So instead of starting on November 3rd, 
I'd like to see this pushback at least until the final couple weeks of November to allow teams to have played about 15 or so games before turning up for a tournament. The other reason pushing the tournament start date back is important is in relation to the timing of the tournament's ending. Do semifinal games on December 7th and the tournament championship on December 9th have any significance to it? No. But would semifinal games on December 24th and a championship game on December 25th have significance to it? Yes. Now we're talking. Once again, the NBA is about entertainment and what better way to implement their new in-season tournament than making the semifinals and finals on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I think the league really dropped the ball on this. The NBA on Christmas Day has always been a big deal, but solidifying the NBA's in-season championship game on Christmas Day would be an even bigger deal. The tournament is going to be much bigger of a deal in 10 years from now than it is this year. No matter how excited you are for this tournament, it is a weird concept. To be playing an in-season tournament is something completely new to the NBA. They've done that in European soccer. If you're a big soccer fan or football fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's worked wonders there, which is why the NBA has kind of modeled it after that. But it's still going to be weird seeing an in-season tournament in the NBA for the first time ever. There's no doubt about that, no matter how excited you are for it. So in 10 years, once this concept is fully acclimated, it's going to be a big deal and it's going to be really meaningful to win it. And we're going to look, let's say in 50 to 60 years, you're going to look back at in-season tournament winning teams. And that's going to mean something, not the significance of an NBA championship, but there's going to be meaning to winning in-season tournaments. The NBA had a golden opportunity to make Christmas Eve and Christmas Day the two biggest days of the season, and they dropped the ball. Having the three most important pre-playoff games on these two days would have been a huge moneymaker for the league. Everyone loves Christmas Day basketball, but a Christmas Day championship is on another level. And yes, I know the NBA runs multiple games on Christmas Day, and you get a lot of times we'll see LeBron and KD go head-to-head or LeBron and Steph go head-to-head. I still don't think that these multiple games can compete with one championship game where players are playing for a trophy. When there's money on the line for these players, when there's pride on the line for these players, they're going to step up their game and they're going to want to win a championship on Christmas Day. I think it adds a whole lot of value. The NBA failed to maximize the value of the in-season tournament. It starts too soon and its championship comes at an insignificant time. So do you agree with me on this? Did the NBA make a mistake or are Christmas Eve semifinals and Christmas State championship games a bad idea? Let me know your thoughts and join in on the discussions about this with me on social media. I'll be posting some posts and some polls about this at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I want to see what you guys think. Am I crazy for thinking that Christmas Eve semifinal games and a championship Christmas Day game in Las Vegas is the way to go for the NBA's in-season tournament? I think that in 10 years, if the NBA could have solidified Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as significant games, not just a normal regular season game. It would have added a lot of value to the in-season tournament and made it a really big deal, not only this year, but for years to come. So I'm excited about it for sure, but I think they dropped the ball big time on this. And shout out to Josh Kent for giving me this idea. We've talked a lot about this, bounce ideas off each other. And Josh, I got to tell you, I agree with this. The NBA screwed up big time with this. Their entertainment industry, they missed out on a huge entertainment play. So with that, let me know your thoughts. Am I right or wrong to think this? I'd love to hear what you think. And now let's get ready for the start of the NBA season. 
it's going to be an exciting time. We'll have more basketball content coming for you as the season gets underway. So, as always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week on the Sean Steak Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sean Steak Podcast, and make sure to join Sean Steak on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean Steak on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.